Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of uh, The Edmo Show. So of course, it is Monday, we are doing, today is our Movie Monday day, but <laughs> that sounds kind of weird, Movie Monday day. Um, but yes, we are not really going to be covering a movie, I have not been able to watch any new movies lately, just because I've been busy, I apologize for missing the Bible series on Friday, I'm just letting you guys know, I am swamped to the gills, but before we get into anything, let's get into our first sponsor, as an American citizen, we have this thing called the called the Constitution, and within that Constitution, we have what is called the Second Amendment, which acknowledges your right to keep and bear arms, If and if you live in the D.C., Maryland, or Virginia area, and you want to learn from professionals, contact my friends over at FTI, that is Firearms Training Incorporated, where you will get basic safety, marksmanship training, concealed carry training, uh, certifications, and recertifications, Stop the Bleed, and much more. Just go to FTI Gun and schedule a class today. And, you know, and since we're starting off with uh, FTI as one of our first um, sponsors, you know, I'm very good. I'm good friends with the owner. I've gone through his classes. I really think that his classes are very informational. Um, even for me, I have concealed carry licenses. I was in the military. I'm very adept, you know, I worked in law enforcement. I'm very familiar with firearms, but things get tricky when it comes to the laws. And even if you believe you're doing stuff in the right, you know, even though we have states like Maryland that are unconstitutionally restricting people's rights to bear arms. Now, granted, I can make the argument for both. You know, I believe that everyone should, every state should have a constitutional carry. Now, concealed carry may be another thing. I believe just because the constitution is the, is the law of the land and that um, no state has the right to usurp or oversee the constitution but many states try states like Maryland where you got to give them a a just and and you got to give them an explanation to why you want to be able to carry a gun around. Now, as far as concealed carry, you know, I me personally, you know, if if we got a if we got a constitutional right to carry the gun, whether you want to conceal it or not conceal it, to me that should be your prerogative. But some people will say, well, the Constitution says you have a you have the duty to keep and bear, but it doesn't say conceal. Now, of course, you know, hey, you know, that's on you. Me personally, um, I feel comfortable more so with conceal carrying versus open carrying because when you open carry you're letting everybody know hey i got a gun and that makes some people feel uncomfortable that some cops it makes them feel uncomfortable but if you are concealed carrying you know no one can see it unless you're just wearing god awfully skinny clothes and you're printing which is a term for you know you may have stuff covering your weapon but the tightness of your clothes is conforming to the the shape of the weapon. So, you know, me personally, I've, I feel better con- concealed carrying because that means I get to move about my day. I get to move around from place to place without drawing attention to myself. So, hey, uh, but to me, the reason why I'm starting off with this before we get into the, the series that we're going into is because to me, me personally, I believe that firearms is one of those things that it gets talked about, but 
you have a lot of people that don't know what they're talking about. You have a lot of people, i.e. I. in the government, uh, the president, that joker that talked about ghost guns some years back and the president now because he's talking about ghost guns. You know, and I had to correct my mother-in-law last night saying that there's no such thing as a ghost gun. There is no such thing as a ghost gun. That is just a, a political term that they created for a gun that doesn't have a serial number. Now, pretty much in layman's term, it's just an unregistered gun. That's really it. Um, you know, you have some places, some firearms manufacturers where they serialize a slide. You have some that serialize each part of the gun. You have some that serialize the trigger mechanism. You know, me personally, I if we have a right to pay, keep and bear arms, what's the big deal? But they try to say, oh, well, criminals can get guns. Criminals are getting guns anyway. They're getting guns anyway. There's And now they're they're making this big deal about 3D printed guns. Trust me, I don't trust the 3D printed gun, you know, just because the materials, the technology is just not there yet. You know, uh, like, <laughs> the, like people are just, people, people don't know what they don't know. And especially living in the Maryland area, in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, unless most of the if you live in that in that tri-state metropolitan area, you're not really familiar with guns. Trust me. I I, trust me. I see thugs try to go into the gun range all the time. Can't shoot worth a damn. They can barely reload the gun. They can barely load the ammunition. You know, I, I hear even working in law enforcement. And security and stuff, I hear people blame the gun versus their own skills, you know, or lack thereof. You know, some people try to say, well, I hate Glocks because of their, their ergonomics and all this. Bro, you just don't know how to shoot. Well, I'm used to shooting a 45. Okay, shooting a 9 mil should be easier. No, oh, well, I, I'm used to doing this and that, and I'm high speed, low drag, and all this stuff. You know, it, bro, you just don't know what you're talking about. You can't shoot, you know, because trust me, a nine mil could put someone down just as good, if not better, than a 45. You know, anyway, someone high on PCP, anyway, you shoot them, they're not going to feel it. So, just saying. But I think it is very important for every household. Every household, every household should have a gun. You know. Bible talks about people being a people being armed, you know, sell your cloak and buy a sword. You know, the, the Bible is a war book. You know, people try to preach this whole meekness and they don't even understand what meekness is. You know, they, they try to preach this, this softness and this, this not being ready for war and all this other stuff or not being physically ready or being a peacekeeping person, but trained in violence. You know, I, me personally, I feel comfortable. I feel more comfortable with people who are peacekeepers who are trained to do violent stuff, who are trained to get nasty. You know, I feel more comfortable with those people because it, it just, it creeps me out when, when I hear someone who, who is allergic to guns and and um, allergic to guns and and violence or martial arts and all this other stuff? You know, combat sports. I get allergic to those people. I'm just like, you know what? Because when the crap hits the fan, you're going to be the first person that's probably going to get me killed. You know, and I, I trust me. I used to work with those people. It creeps me out. But this goes into um, one aspect, especially for men. Men, you should be able, it is our duty as men, especially as husbands and fathers. I'm a husband, I'm not a father yet. Um, but as men, you should have the ability 
to protect your family, whether that's your spouse, whether that's your kids and your community. And we've bred a culture of men who cannot and refuse to do that. We've bred a culture of men that has, um, or people, I should say, that says, you know, it's not your job to protect yourself. It's not your job to protect your community. We have the police for that. Even though the police, God love them. I do. I love them. You know, but they're reactionary. They only come when they're called or if they witness something. So that, how that, yeah. So, but as men, we, we really have to do a better job, um, sticking up for our families, being prepared to take care of our families and our communities. But one of those things that had this softness and, um, the softness in society has bred is this culture, this sexually depraved culture and this culture of pedophilia. Um, you know, anytime I talk about the LGBTQ plus, I always add P at the end and P and P stands for pedophile That's lesbian, gay, transsexual, bisexual, LG, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual plus pedophile, because you have these groups out here, that are trying to advocate for the rights to um, to engage in sexual intercourse with minors. Uh, recently, Maryland has just changed its laws for marriage uh, under age. I believe they changed it from 17 or 16. And I, I could be wrong. I looked at it the other day. It's either 16 or 17 to 17 or 18. Um, me personally... I agree with that. I agree. Like you should not be able to get married, you know, until you're an adult, until you're 18, um, 17, arguably, because most people are graduating by 17. Hell at 17. You need, you still need your parents, uh, uh, John Hancock to, to, to raise your right hand to join the military, unless you emancipate yourself. But, um, but today's episode, I'm going to get into this new series that I utterly enjoyed. Um, for those of you that are, yes, we are streaming this live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, you guys can catch it on Rumble. Um, you guys can catch the audio version. Sorry, I've been I've been dropping the ball on the audio, uploading the audios um, on Instagram. I mean, not Instagram, uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast information. But for those of you who are watching this live on Facebook and YouTube. I'm going to go ahead and remove my beautiful mug. We are talking about undercover underage. I love this series so much. And I just stumbled, uh, I stumbled upon it one night. Um, the missus was out. She was with her girlfriends. Um, you know, uh, and I just, I, I literally binge watch. It's five episodes. Let me go ahead and share my screen. I was able to watch it on discovery plus. It is such a good episode. I mean, it's such a good series. They only have five episodes right now in season one. Um, each episode is really good. Uh, and they're relatively recent episodes. So the show is about this woman named RuPaul, who is a woman on a mission to expose the dangers of pervert online uh, child sex abuse. With the help of her nonprofit team, Sosa, she transforms into an underage girl to engage with child predators and protect the most vulnerable. And 
So this is the reason, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about firearms training, fire, firearm safety, teaching your kids about firearms training, firearm safety, and stuff like that. Because I don't understand what it is with people, but people just think that because we live, we quote unquote live in a pacified time. Trust me, the the dangers, even though like we're not fighting lions, tigers, and bears, and where you know we kind of got disease on uh, viruses and diseases on lock, but people act like you know this time in in America and in society isn't isn't dangerous. And one of the things, sorry, oh crap, what am I doing? Sorry, I'm trying to. Uh, okay, whatever. Let me. Fix myself. Sorry, let me fix myself. All right. So one of the things that um that a lot of people don't really notice is is the the talk of uh of child endangerment. You know, um, a lot of parents you know don't really get involved in these in their children's lives. And honestly, I think possibly. That's probably the reason why we're seeing so much mental illness pop up in our in our in our youth nowadays than ever before. Um, when I when I was growing up, trust me, I'm only 31. Uh, when I was growing up, social media was on the rise. It, it wasn't as prominent as it is now. I mean, I was 15. And I had a MySpace, and then I didn't get Facebook until I was like, well, Facebook didn't become popular uh, until I was about 18, 19. Um, I didn't really start using Facebook too, too much until I got into the military. I was an adult by that time. Um, because when Facebook first came out, you had to be in college and you had to use your, your student email to get on. Now Facebook is open to the masses, you know, as a business strategy, that's a good thing. But as you know, I really think that they should have put age restrictions, but there's no way you can truly monitor that. But um, but now they they want to do all this censorship and blocking and all this other stuff on um on on Facebook and whatever. But the the there are there are real dangers out here, and social media, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Kick. I mean, not Kick. Uh, what is that other uh TikTok? Uh, what is that? Where's that thing? That thing with the ghost? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not really hip with all these apps. Twitter, you know, all these, all these apps pretty much open the doors to allow someone into your home. So go ahead and read this article from Forbes. Undercover underage RuPaul poses as a teen to track down child predators. Now, this woman is about 38, so uh, says it right here. <laughs> the six-part docu-series Undercover Underage, 38-year-old, um, 38-year-old child advocate writer RuPaul of Team Sosa, safe from online sex abuse, works alongside of law enforcement create decoys to lure online child predators. The, the, the show, streaming now on Discovery Plus, illustrates the detailed crafting that goes into performing, uh, transforming Pal into a uh, multi- Ah, sorry, pile into multiple internet teenage personas to identify and track down some of the most dangerous people on the internet. Uh, the teamwork, 
The team works out of a large rented house, each bedroom decorated to match each of the decoys' personalities. Uh, the show seeks to educate the audience on about how online grooming, sexual abuse, exploitation vulnerable minor, uh, of vulnerable minors can happen quickly and quietly. Undercover underage follows Sosa in real time as they create three underage characters for Rue, completely transforming her into a believable teenage girl before, the, before and during the communication with potential predators. The series lays out each team member uh, each team member's roles and how they come together to locate predators online. I spoke to Pal about how she got into Sosa. She also discusses how she separate how she separates this work from her home life. Pal herself is a mother of three, and uh, and what she thinks parents need to know and communicate to their children about internet safety. Uh, Ru Pal, uh, I am a career long writer, child advocate. Child advocacy has always meant a lot to me. I've written about sex trafficking and the refugee crisis and sex abuse. When I was working in the tech space, my team put a decoy online to to demonstrate the ubiquity of child uh, predator of child predation. I ended up writing about it, and my piece went viral. It garnered some media attention, and I realized that I wanted to. I wanted to put all my effort into moving the needle when it comes to online sex, sexual abuse and exploitation. This all led me to start Sosa. Uh, let me see. All right. The work you see in undercover underage doesn't happen 24 seven. We do them in what I like to call sprints. We have a rolling staff that crappy crap. Uh, we have a staff that hops on when we are focusing our efforts on decoy work. I've worked with Shelby and Kelly before. In fact, I've known Kelly for over a decade. Shel- Shelby is our social media lead. She got a lot of knowledge of internet culture. She also makes up where uh, where I lack, especially when it comes to niche topics like anime and gaming. Kelly heads up all of our research. Matt, our visual lead, who is responsible for de-aging my photos and Avalon, a writer uh, is our story developer who is really in charge of building out the decoys background and story pal. um, After the piece I wrote went viral. I created Sosa, a production company reached out to me. I hemmed and hawed a little at first, but they presented a docuseries as a way to get this message out to millions of people that really sold it for me. Unfortunately, uncomfortable. Uh, These are the questions. So I'm not going to read through all this because as you can tell, this is long. But let me see if I can grab a. um, A. Oh, crap. Let me see if I can grab a quick video for you guys, because I know sometimes when I show you guys videos connected to. Um connected to web pages you guys can't hear the audio i can hear it but you guys can't hear it i should have done it before but trust me like i said it's been a long day so let me see there we go let me go ahead and a norwalk police officer uh 
Yeah, and some of these things have really hit the news, too. Some of the cases that she was working on. Let me see if I can grab this real quick. Yeah, and some of the some of the people that she had that she was getting uh, dirt on, it's going to take about a couple minutes. So uh, just bear with me. Um, some of the people that that she was working on, you know, were doctors, lawyers, <laughs> uh, police officers, people who work with mental health. Like it was crazy the amount that that she like just some of the people that were popping up. Uh, she was also on Doctor Oz. You know, and it's it's ridiculous how like this is really scary just how people are able to really connect with our youth, really able to connect with our children like it is scary. And, you know, me as a man, I'm just going to say this me as a man, I am so glad I'm married. (laughs) I'm so glad because. Yeah, and, and now preface like this is talking about online dating. But before I get into that, I, I'm just going to say me as a man, I am so happy that I'm married because it's very dangerous to um for for men. It, it's, it's dangerous for everybody. But I'm going to talk about it as from a man standpoint, you know, because I had an incident where I was in high school. I was dating a girl and her father wanted to press charges on me because she was 17. I was 17. Her father wanted to press charges on me for, um, for, uh, what is it? Child molestation because he thought I was 18 years old and he didn't want me dating his daughter. So, but as someone who, you know, who's, who's been single in, in their adult years, you know, even as a man, it's scary when you're out there dating, unless someone, you know, like you really got to go like you really got to hammer women on getting the facts, you know, because. Oh, crap. Sorry, uh, the video didn't take. Because uh, I'm not trying to. Let me try this again. For whatever reason, the video didn't didn't upload. Error. Okay. Let me see. See, this is why I should do things beforehand and not on the fly. But you know, you gotta build it while you fly. I'm trying to convert a uh, a video. A lot of these are spam folders. Oh, sorry. Uh, trying to get this stuff. Up, I don't understand why this crap's not working. All right, let me try this. Let me download this real quick. Let 
See how long it takes. <laughs> Sorry. But I really should have played the video beforehand. But I'm telling you, like, it is crazy. It is really crazy. Um, I'm just saying, like, as a man, I remember when I was uh, talking, even online, too. Um, I was talking to people and then girls between the eight girls in their teens really like lie about their age. They'll put that they're 21, 23. I remember when I was in middle school and high school. How many girls that I went to school with were lying about their age and had, you know, boyfriends that were like 20 something years old. And my thing was like, ugh, <laughs> like, and like, it, it, it was just weird. But let me see if, um, I hate that I can't play the audio. Let me see if, uh, if this audio comes through. Matter of fact, I'm going to see if I can rip this video. Let me see if I can rip this real quick. Because I really want you guys to hear the audio. I don't understand why this crap isn't working. Let me see. Uh, Let me see. Is it is it loading up? Uh, where is it at? Where is it at? There we go. All right, I'm about to drop this in here real quick. Let's see. Sorry, everybody. Go ahead and put this up in here. All right. A Norwalk police officer is featured on a new Discovery Plus docuseries that tracks down dangerous Internet predators. News 12 Connecticut's Marissa Alter talked to him about why he thinks every parent needs to watch it. Every day, countless adults abuse minors online. We become the target to protect the underage. Undercover Underage follows Connecticut's Rue Powell and her nonprofit Safe from Online Sex Abuse as they identify and gather evidence on child predators. Norwalk investigator Mark Suda is a consultant on the show, working with Powell and her team about the legal ramifications of their efforts. Would this be enough to get a warrant? All you need is probable cause. We have all the evidence we need. Suda says he was... You know what, and... I'm just going to pause it here. Like they have a lot of consultants that they work with. She was getting people down and even though she's in Connecticut, she was getting people in Florida. She was getting people in Hawaii. She was getting people everywhere. And like some of the stuff that like, I really, I really feel for her because a lot of the stuff that she was seeing was very graphic. She was being showed explicit photos, videos. She had guys that were like hyper aggressive and it's not that she was posing as a teen. She was telling them that 
she was 15 years old. And these guys, and some of the guys would be like, oh man, that's too young. And then come back and started talking to her. You know, some dudes were like, I don't care. One dude in particular was like, that's what I like. And it's disgusting. And, and that's why I said like, as men, you know, granted, these guys are knowingly, you know, they're being told she's 15 years old. They're knowingly going after a teen. But there are some guys, you know, most guys have been in situations where you shoot your shot at a girl and then you find out, yo, she's underage and you got to cut and run. And it, I don't know how many friends of mine have, have been in situations like that, especially like between the ages of, of 18, well, not so much 18, but really 18 to 23. You know, my friends, when we were around those age rank, uh, age brackets, especially in the military, like there was one big case where this dude was like, he was 19, but he was trying to get married to a 16 year old. And I guess in the state that they were in, I guess that was legal, but by military standards, that was not legal. So it was it, like, ugh. But let's go ahead and cook that. But I've kind of felt bad for her because she is like putting herself as bait on the hook to get these guys. But before I continue that video, let's go ahead and get into our second sponsor. I realize I'm I'm kind of behind on that. Many of us struggle with credit at some point in our lives. I know I have. Uh, if you have a 400 uh credit score and you want an increase, I have a connection that can legally erase negative things like repos, foreclosures, late payments, medical bills, student loans, evictions, and more. Just contact my friend, Michael Stanley Jr., the credit savage, at 717-609-4829 and text the word credit. You'll get amazing results. But yeah, she's like putting herself on the hook and she's like exposing herself like to what these guys are like sending her, you know, now she's not sending them any uh, provocative images. You know, she tries, she tries to keep it like very, you know, very, she tries to keep it clean, you know, for herself. She's not sending them new photos. She's not doctoring new photos. She's not, she's not engaging in any sort of child pornography on her end. But these guys are sending her pornographic images on their end of themselves. And it's it's funny because once they send uh, them like send her a meat pic, she's like, he just committed a crime. Let's go. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. It is very interesting. Go ahead and finish the video. On the fence about doing the show until he met Powell. Her passion and her drive to to do this type of work. Is, is second to none. Powell is a 38-year-old mother of three, but with the help of her team, transforms into different 15-year-old girls, each a carefully crafted decoy persona. When we create a persona, it's like we're creating a person out of thin air. The hair color and eye color really do look different. She looks different. And we have spent time building what a teenager's life might be. So they have family and friends and hobbies. All right, let's go be 15. The show is an expose on the dangers underage teens encounter online. He just sent naked photos to Flory, who he knows is 15. Every mom and dad in America should watch this show. Yes. Um, it definitely opened up my eyes. Uh, I've been in law enforcement for 28 years. Um, I thought I'd seen it all, done it all. And what I've seen in this 10-week shoot 
just blew my mind. It's absolutely unbelievable. The show doesn't out any of the men who contact Powell's underage characters, instead blurring their faces and distorting their voices. During the 10-week shoot, evidence from the team's work was turned over to law enforcement in several states, but Suda can't say how many arrests came from it. I'm so glad that I did end up doing the show. It was a great experience for me. In Norwalk, Marissa Alter, News 12, Connecticut. Yeah, so this show is amazing. Like, now, as you guys see, like, she's... I've watched every episode. Now, you see her taking off her hoodie and stuff like that. She asked them to turn the camera. All she would do, like, the most she would do is send them either pictures of her, like, of her stomach or of her legs. Like, she wouldn't send them provocative, like, nude pictures. Um, She would send them, at at most, a, a picture of her in a sports bra. But, like, it is crazy. Like, dudes will be hitting her up, and she's like, oh, crap. And they, they're working off of different phones and all types of other stuff. She's like, oh, crap, such and such is calling me. And then she'll go, throw on a wig, throw on a hat, and she'll be like, hi. She'll change her voice on, like, on a drop of a hat. This woman deserves an Oscar. Now, like, if, if Will Smith got an Oscar, this woman deserves an Oscar because she is putting people behind bars. Like, this show is amazing like and it's scary like my the missus refused to watch the show with me because she told me she actually experienced some stuff like that Uh, I'm not gonna put my wife's information out there but I can only say like I'm not surprised because you really do have some sick dudes out here now granted these are tip these are men on women these are men knowingly going after what they perceive is a 15 year old girl because on her online persona, they would de-age her. They would um, put freckles on her, change her eye color, change the, you know, they would do as much as they can on her online persona. This is like catfish meets um, to catch a predator. You know, like it, it is like, is this is like this. I And I used to like to catch a predator. You know, when, when Todd Hansen comes out here, you know, he was like, uh, yes, I'm, no, Chris Hansen. And he would come out. He was like, uh, hey, uh, what are you here for? He goes, uh, and you like to sleep with underage girls. It's, I got your text messages right here. Or I got your emails right here. You would like to do X, Y, and Z to her? Is that what you wrote? And he was like, are you her dad? No, but I am Chris Hansen from Dateline NBC to catch a predator and you are on TV. Um, <laughs> the dudes would be like, oh, am I free to go? And then the cops just come out. Rawr! Sorry, I hit the mic. I got so excited. But <laughs> to catch a predator was like my favorite show. Like between catch a predator, catfish, which was awesome because my thing is like, and especially I don't understand how catfish is still on on, on TV because everybody got a camera phone. Everybody has a camera phone. Maybe in the early days, yeah, but now and it, everybody got a camera phone, you know, everybody got some sort of device that has a camera on it. And you mean to tell me that you've never seen this person? You've never video chatted with this person? I'm just saying, like, there's some rules to survive online dating, but like, this is crazy. Like, these men would be so aggressive at knowingly wanting to go after there was a guy that was married. You know, there was one guy who they think was involved in a sex trafficking ring, you know, because they actually followed him and they had like a standoff and it was crazy. Like the the show had me on the edge of my seat. 
And it kind of made me like disgusted with some of these men out here. Now, not everybody that they that they talked to went to jail, but there was a handful of them that went to jail. There was one dude who was a teacher, a teacher of high school students, and he's posing. He gave them the runaround like he was like they had to go to another site to find him and they had to invite him to a private page and they got his IP address and they pretty much tracked it from there. Like it was crazy. It was a dude in Louisiana and they, they, and they'll show the news clips. It like this show is amazing. It's only, let's go back to it. It's only for right now, five, six episodes. It's only six episodes each episode is really good and it it really is scary how like some people are out there let me see and i believe i think here we go yeah they just got renewed for for season 2 which i cannot wait i cannot wait so child advocate safe safe from online sex abuse founder rule Powell will continue her efforts to identify some of the internet's most dangerous child predators on discovery plus renewed, uh, doc renewed her docuseries undercover underage for season two undercover underage follows Sosa team in real time and transforms Powell 38 year old mother three into a teenage persona working to reveal the true identities of men of the men who reach out to her. Uh, it's a race against the time to identify the suspects before they discover Powell herself is not who she claims to be. The docuseries seeks to give insight into how Sosa works works to successfully track down some of the internet's most dangerous child predators. I feel like I read that twice, but yeah, it's like this show is, I'm telling you, it's just amazing. Like, and it's scary. Like they, if you guys can see these pictures right here, this is like some of the members of her team, you know, Man, like I would love to get involved in something like this. Unfortunately, like they won't have like it, it's it's crazy. So five things to know about undercover underage Rue. Let me see. Formed her own uh organization. Oh, she's not well, yeah, she's not a cop. Um, they don't lock anyone up. What they do is they work with different law enforcement, they they collect and they collect the evidence that they produce and then they turn it over to the respective authorities. Like I said, she's getting people all over the place. She got to do it in Hawaii. She got to do it in Miami. She got to do and like all over. She, she, they, they even had an international dude call in where she had to rip the wig off. It was like, look, I'm not, I'm not 15 years old. I'm a 38 year old woman. You got to stop this. Like <laughs> she turned the information over to Interpol. Like it, like she is working with some real, like, like it's, it's amazing. It's really amazing. The work that she's doing. I hope that there are more people like her out there that are doing this sort of thing because like something's got to give, you know, the, you know, now you got California, um, California like has changed a lot of their laws, I believe allowing um allowing 
um, adults to have sex with children, you know, and they wrote in there 10 years difference. Uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. I, I believe I reported it on it one time. California bill that allows pedophilia 10 years. Let me see. Yeah, Senate bill. I think I covered that before. CA bill 145. Let me see. Go ahead and turn this down a bit. Uh Let me see. Existing laws, the sex offender registration requires a person to uh, convicted of one or certain crimes as specified registered with the law enforcement as a sex offender while residing in California other or while attending school or working in California uh, as specified. Will a willful failure to register? Uh, let me see. Uh, let me because I knew I read something in here that was talking about you, you got to be. Yeah, here it goes. Notwithstanding, a person convicted, paragraph one, a person convicted of a violation of subdivision B, section 286 of uh, subdivision D, uh, oh, B, sorry, my dyslexia, uh, section uh, 287, subdivision H or I, or God dang, whatever, shall not be required to register if, at the time of the offense, the person is not more than 10 years old, older than the minor. As a measure from the minor's state of birth or, I mean, to the person's date of birth. What the? Uh, the minor's date of birth to the person's date of birth and the conviction is the only one requiring the person to register. This paragraph does not preclude the court from requiring a person to register pursuant of section 290.000, I mean, 0. 0.006. So you see it right there, right there. I'm not making this up. This is from legal. Uh, let me go ahead and show it. Sorry. So it's right here. Uh, section two, right here. Notwithstanding paragraph one, yada, 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 all those subsections. At the time of the offense, the person is not more than 10 years older than the minor. California just wrote that in their bill. So if you're 26 years old, you can mess with someone who's 26. I mean, who's 16. But if you're 20 years old, you can mess with someone who's 10 years old. See, disgusting. The depravity of California. I'm so glad that I don't live in California anymore, even though I love the weather, I love the food, like the people, hate the government. So a tiered... Two, a tier two offender is subject to registration for a minimum of 20 years, yada, yada, yada. Uh, A person, tier two offender, is the person was convicted of an offense described subdivision C as also just, yeah, I'm not reading all this crap. So a tier three, you got to register for life. So if you do it one time and the person is 10 years younger and not anything more than that, then you ain't got to register at all. 
But if you if you if you did it twice, then you got to do it for twenty years. And if you do it three times, you got to register for life. Me personally, I think all child sex offenders, except, and I'm going to make an exception because I'm going to play devil advocate, except for if we can prove that the person was not knowledgeable of the person's age, i.e., if me as a man or as a woman, you are engaging in a relationship with someone and they lied to you. They lied to you talking about they're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, and they're really a a teenager. I don't think you should have to register because they lied to you. Now, that you got to be able to prove that. You have to be able to prove that. But I'm telling you, more so than not, a lot of teenage girls lie about their age. You know, that's why when I was in my, in my when I was single and I was in my early 20s before I got married, or even after I gotten um, divorced, because that's really when a lot of my dating was like, but after my divorce, like I had a rule. I did not like you had to be in the oddball age. I wasn't dating girls that were 21. I wasn't dating girls that were 18. You had to be an oddball age, like 23, 24, 25. Like you had to be you had like 20, even 22, because every every teenage girl wants to be 21. So you had I had to like. You had to be like some oddball age. Like you can't, you couldn't be any of the 18, 19, 20, 21. You had to be, you had to be above that. Like it it was disgusting. But as you guys can see here, I pulled it up for you. Let me see. Where is it at right here? Yeah. Section two. I mean, section one, uh, subsection, uh, Two right here, notwithstanding. Right in the beginning, they tell you straight up, straight up, they tell you 10 years older than the minor. So, yeah. And this is in California. Right here, this is their website. Right here. This is in between 2019 and 2020. Let's see how many votes they got. I think they... You see, look, this is disgusting. They got 41 A yays and then 25 no's and then 13, I don't know, with that never or that, that didn't count. Got passed in 20 in um, August 31st, 2020. So just saying, this is California right here. Just showing you guys like... This crap is out here. You have politicians out here legalizing pedophilia. And you have women like RuPaul who are out here catching these pedophiles left and right. And I'm, I'm, that's why I said it's LGBTQ plus P. You know, because you got pedophiles that are saying that are trying to that are using the gay model that the gays try to get for marriage and all types of other crazy stuff. Trust me, I got friends that are gay, you know, love them to death. Don't agree with their lifestyle, but love them to death as people. I like their partners too as people for the most part. Some of them. Other ones I don't care for. But, you know, because, hey, if that's the life that you chose and and you're not a Christian, hey, by all means, I, I mean, even even still, I'll love you anyway. Uh, because I I don't have to agree with the lifestyle. You know, I got friends that cheat on their cheat on their wives. I hey, I don't or cheated on their wives or cheat on their girlfriends or whatever, cheat on their fiancés. And I'm like, look, dude, that's not cool. But that's not gonna stop me from being your friend. I'm just like, I just can't mess with you in that capacity, pimp. I just I just can't, you know, and you ain't gonna get me hemmed up 
because of hanging out with you. So, I mean, I can love you as a person. You could be a great person, but this is probably your one proclivity that I just can't get down with. But, um, yeah. So, Undercover Underage, it is a great show. I advise everybody, watch it. I understand the nature of, of the topic is very hard, but let's go ahead and get into our last sponsor before we get out of here. If you guys suffer from acne and dark spots like I do, or you want a deep clean or a wax, because <laughs> you know summer is coming up. It's about to be bikini season. <laughs> Contact my friends over at New Skin Cosmetics, where you are guaranteed a certified esthetician and all natural products with no chemicals. Just text 202-507-9577 for your appointment today. Man, yeah. <laughs> Either way, I'm married, so the only bikini I'm worried about is my wife. She already know. But um, yeah, it, it's you know, even even when dating my wife, cool. The funny story because uh, <laughs> it when when me and my wife started dating, um, I like she told me that even though my wife's younger than me, I think she was she was like nineteen twenty when we started. Um, I was about yeah, she was about. When we started dating, she was 19, about to turn 20, because um, I was 24 at the time. That's when we started talking, like communicating. Um, now, granted, I said I didn't go that low. You know, that was my rule. But as her and I got to know each other, when she told me that she went to Morgan and I verified, like I could verify that, I was like, whew, whew. That does that bullet like Neo, because me and my wife were four years apart. So... You know, I was 24, so she was about 19 going on 20, I think. Yeah. Um, and we've been together ever since. But I'm telling you, you got to verify some of these things, people, because these women out here, they tricky. These women out here, man, especially these young little Thundercats out here, man, you got to you gotta be careful with these with these ones out here, man, because they, they get you hemmed up. They will get you hemmed up. And I'm telling you, and it, I'm t- like, and please don't, I know there's some allegations that Drake... It's probably of the of the of the of the pee party, you know, the the pedo party, uh, because he was grooming some of these girls. Trust me, there's a lot of celebrities that are out here grooming. And that's one of the things that this show talks about. It talks about grooming where these guys kind of condition these girls. They kind of make them believe like, hey, we're boyfriend, girlfriend, all sorts of stuff. And they try to, you know, it's just disgusting. But, you know, it it's. It's it's really scary, you know, especially if you have a younger sister, younger brother, young, younger family members, if you have children, stuff like that. Really be careful about these cell phones. Be careful with who these kids are talking to, because I know I flipped my lid when I found out that my cousin at the time, she's about 12. She had a Instagram and she was showing uh, she's posting videos of her dancing. I talked to her mom and I was like, look, you really got to like monitor that because it like. There's dudes out there that will try to reach out to her. And because she's not experienced, she doesn't know these things, she may become, she may engage in a conversation with a grown-ass man. Trust me, even before the internet, I was seeing girls in high school dating grown-ass men. And y'all try to sit here, like, please, please believe, pedophiles come in all shades of colors. And angel, they ain't just white, they ain't just foreign, they ain't just Hispanic, they black too. They, they come in all shades. You know, they come from all demographics. They come from broke demographics, affluent demographics. Some of these dudes are professional. Some of these dudes have kids of their own. 
So just be careful. You know, these, these people, they lurk around and they are just, something's wrong with them. You know, me personally, oh, before I leave, before I leave, let me see. Since we're on the topic, Nigeria. As you guys know, I love New York Post. Uh, this is an old one. Let me see. I think there's a most recent one. <sighs> Either way, I'm gonna. Even though this is old, this is about. Uh, this is dated back in 2020. Let me go ahead and drop this over here. Go ahead and show this to you guys right before we get out. So, I don't understand why uh, America isn't doing this, but men convicted of rape will be castrated in Nigeria under new law. Men convicted of rape in Nigeria state, in in one Nigeria state, will now face castration, while child rapists can be executed under a strict new law that passed this week. Male rapists in Kaduna State can be subject to surgical castration while women, while a woman convicted of raping a child faces the removal of her fallopian tubes. Men can also now be, uh, can now be handed the death penalty for raping a person under the age of 14 and a life sentence for rape of an adult. These drastic penalties, sorry, these drastic penalties are required to help the further protect to help further protect children from serious crimes, said Governor Nasir Ahmad El Rafi or Rafi, whatever Rufe, I don't know, who signed in legislation Wednesday after it gained a parliament a parliament approval. Previously, the region's rape laws carried a maximum penalty of 21 years behind bars for the rape of an adult and the life sentence of the rape of a child. The tough, the tough new punishment comes as a bid to curb sexual violence, which has spiked dramatically in African, in African nations during the pandemic lockdown, nearly 800 cases of sexual violence were reported between January and May in Nigeria, a major surge prompting women's rights groups to call for strict punishment post with post wires. So now, before we get out of here, if Nigeria can pass this law, and trust me, Nigerians are, y'all heard the term Nigerian scammers, but I'm just saying, let's just say the continent of Africa, it has, has a lot of issues. I'm just going to say that. Now, I'm not talking about one country. I'm talking as a continent. It has a lot of issues between tribal warfare, genocide, all types of other stuff. You, um, especially now in South Africa and, and, um, and, uh, I forgot the name of the country. Um, Zimbabwe, you know, they're having a lot of issues down there. But man, kudos to Nigeria for passing this. 
you know, men convicted of rape in one state and one Nigerian state will now face castration. I think we should have that here. If you rape, if you, if you rape a child or a person, you should be castrated. You should be surgically castrated and no, you should not be able to get the, the ups. You should not. I, I think there needs to be something to where they could prevent you to use, to do the ups. I like, I think that they should castrate you in a way where you're flaccid for the rest of your life while child rapists can be executed. I a hey, kudos to Nigeria, kudos to Nigeria because like it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I, me personally, I honestly, I know this is going to sound dark. I know this is going to sound a bit crass or whatever, especially because I'm a Bible believer, but Hey, even the Bible talks about death and public execution and stuff like that. I think that we need to bring back the death penalties hard because crime is out of control, you know, and, and me personally, I, I, you know what? I, I cannot, I cannot, people say, oh, well, execution is expensive. No, it's not. All it takes is one hot ball right here in that tea box right there, right there. Shut everything down. It will be painless. It, call it a mercy killing. It is a merciful death because like, yeah, if you're going to sit here and, and inject someone and, um, and electrocute someone or hang someone. Yeah, that could be expensive, but all you got to do is put one hot one right there. Shut everything down. That's it. One five, five, six right here to that dome piece. Done. Done. That's all you got to do. Done. You know, I think I read an article recently of a state that still, uh, has the death penalty and, they still carry out death by firing squad where they take three three volunteers from the um from the guard staff and they pretty much turn them into Swiss che- sorry turn them into Swiss cheese you know me personally that's way cheaper than trying to poison someone to death I I, I don't like that just put one hot one right there right there shut everything down shut it down but. Shout outs to, to Nigeria for implementing this law. I hope America falls suit. I mean, but obviously not because this article came out September 17th, 2020, that this went into an effect. California, August of 2020 passed at a, you don't have to register as a sex offender. If you have sex with a minor, that's 10 years, your junior, like, and they even added in here, women convicted of raping a child faces the removal of their fallopian tubes. For all these teachers out here that are raping these kids, like having sex with these with these teenage boys, they get their coochie ripped out, get them fallopian tubes ripped out. You don't want to be able to, you know, no, uh-uh, no. I'm Game of Thrones level. We don't want no bastard kids. We don't want no kids of no rapists out here running around. Uh-uh, no, you should not, you should not be able to sire a child if you are a convicted rapist. I'm just saying. And of course, it should come with a very, very in-depth, lengthy court process. So that way we can identify whether this person did knowingly or unknowingly. In the case of undercover, underage, they're giving the evidence right up front that these people knowingly are out here having sex with minors. So I think for those people, hey, instant death. No waiting. You know, you don't get to get a bunk mate. You No bunk, no celly, no nothing. You instantly, all right, you're convicted, you die tomorrow. Like, we need to stop dragging out these court cases. Like, you sit in jail, 
during your court hearing, the moment you're arrested, the moment the judge finds you guilty, pending all the evidence and stuff like that, you get one one attempt at an appeal. Once you get an appeal, uh, if you can produce any other evidence, but after that, bye-bye, that next day, gone. Gone. Gotta go. Get them out of here. But yeah, anyway, Bernie, what do we got? Come on now, Bernie. What's up? What's up? I am once again asking for your Lord, financial Bernie. support. Thank you, Bernie. Yeah, Bernie, what you slipping, dude? Thank you, Bernie. We are asking for your financial support. Of course, these episodes don't come cheap. It takes a lot of time, research to, to formulate these and the, the, um, the products or the equipment that we need to produce these episodes for you guys. So if you guys can please, if you guys want to support us, please go support our friends over at FTI, um, over at um, the Credit Savage, New Skin Cosmetics. Visit my friend and mentor, Alfonso Ray, Rachel, over at Bronze Serpent Media. Um, but if you guys want to uh, help us out directly, we greatly appreciate it. Just go over to our Teespring store. We got uh, T-shirts. We got hoodies. We got leggings. We got iPhone cases. We got a whole bunch of stuff, even though we need to update some of our designs. But if you got any uh, design ideas, please let us know. Email us. Uh, we will try to we will take those into consideration. Um, and uh, But if you guys are down to your lonely bottom crusty dollar, please retain that lonely bottom crusty dollar. I, trust me. Inflation is a mother. So, um, just give us, just give us five stars. If you guys are listening to us on any podcast platform, uh, give us a thumbs up for those of you that are watching this on YouTube and please share our content wherever you can share it with someone you like and someone you don't share it with someone who this information may be applicable to. If you know someone that might be on the, the, the pedal, the pedal file, uh, ring, Hey, share this info with them. Tell them, you know, hopefully knock it off or, you know, we'll try to uh, call our senators to have them implement this law. But until then, hey, it's been nice knowing you guys. It's been nice talking to you guys. I'll be back Wednesday for another episode, hopefully, God willing, because I've been busy lately. But until then, peace out. Love you. And see you guys next time. I'm out. Bye. Let's go ahead and do that. Yeah.